Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It's Tuesday, June 12th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. This is kind of cool. An Annapolis company named Steer is about to launch the first automated parking lot in Columbia, Maryland. And CEO Anuja Sonakar said the company has been working on autonomous parking since 2016. And she said, quote, parking is a major stress in people's daily lives. The idea behind Steer came from my own personal experience with driving and the experience of a lot of others. We want to take some of the stress away for drivers. The company plans to set up its first parking operation in Columbia's Merriweather District by next August. The district will be home to multiple designated steer drop-off and pickup points where drivers can drive their car up, exit their vehicle. The car will then go and park itself in the designated spots. And when they're ready to retrieve their vehicles, they come back. And with the use of an app, their car will come back to them. Kind of cool, but kind of spooky. If you are hearing this, the internet did not go away yesterday, as everyone likes to think it may have. Net neutrality expired yesterday. Everybody was worried that sites would be blocked, traffic would be slowed, you'd be paying extra to access Facebook and Twitter, and none of that has happened, nor does it seem like any of it will happen. Most internet providers, notably Comcast and Verizon here in the area, made public pledges that they would not block or throttle sites once the rules were repealed. The internet providers were all saying that the FCC regulations were stifling their innovation, and FCC Chairman Ajit Pai agreed with it. So we wait and see. Personally, I don't think there's going to be much to worry about there. Tonight at St. Luke's Episcopal Church in Eastport, representatives from 12 Anne Arundel County water-focused environmental groups are going to gather for the launch of the Green Give. This is the second annual Green Give, and the Green Give is sort of like the Great Give, only it goes to green environmental type programs. It's a 24-hour online fundraiser, and they are going to have a free kickoff tonight from 5.30 to 7.30. Swing by St. Luke's in Eastport. If you are a baseball fan, the Bay Sox are coming back into town this week. Tonight, they take on the Trenton Thunder. It's Dollar Dog Night, along with Bay Sox Live Happy Hour with $2 draft Bud Lights. They're home again Wednesday. On Thursday, it's also the Trenton Thunder with an appearance by Jose Canseco. Friday, the Portland Sea Dogs come in with fireworks and a Girl Scout sleepover. Saturday is also the Sea Dogs with fireworks and the ever-popular Star Wars night. And on Sunday, they round it off with a 1.35 p.m. game against the Sea Dogs. Meet the team day, catch on the field, and a Father's Day commemorative baseball giveaway. So if you are a baseball fan, there's lots going on at the Bowie Bay Sox Stadium up there in Bowie. If you are a teacher, a cop, a firefighter, EMT, healthcare worker, military... Severn Bank has developed a brand new program just for you. And Severn Bank is one of the few remaining local banks, and they are rewarding their, quote, hometown heroes with perks, which will help you manage your financial life. Preferred interest-bearing checking accounts, no monthly balance fees or minimum balances, free online banking, mobile banking, ATM withdrawals, and much more. If you're looking to make a banking change, head on over to Severn Bank and check them out. They are a great local bank. 
That's about it for the top news today. Make sure you're checking in ionanapolis.net. We have stories that update consistently throughout the day. And if you're not checking in there, you're missing out. So do check that out. Of course, coming up in a little bit, we've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. And you are in luck because there is an awful lot for me to rant and rave about. And if you stay tuned today, I continue my thoughts on City Dock and the impact it will have on the boat shows. Hi, I'm Anne Arundel County State's Attorney Wes Adams. The heroin and opioid epidemic has touched every family, including mine. That's why I've teamed up with our county executive, Steve Shu to do something about it. My job is to make sure that the drug dealers who are peddling the slow death of heroin are locked up and off our streets. But there's more to it. We have to stop the cycle of addiction at its source. We have to talk to our children about the dangers of prescription drugs and pay attention to the signs of addiction. Is your child withdrawn? Have you noticed spoons that have gone missing? Or maybe found spoons in odd places with black residue on them? Go to denialisdeadly.org right now or attend one of our Not My Child presentations occurring all around the county. You could save a life. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, June 12th. Today will be the epitome of the saying, what a difference a day makes, as conditions outside will be much nicer for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County, with a fair amount of sunshine and highs in the 70s, after a day of clouds, rain, and temps only in the 60s. And while it warms up a bit tomorrow and Thursday into the 80s, the general theme all the way through Father's Day Sunday is for nice, seasonally warm, and dry weather, with lots of sunshine and temps upper 70s to a lot of low to mid 80s. So enjoy the rest of this week one day at a time and start to make plans now for a big weekend ahead with spectacular weather and tons of outdoor activities as summer break officially starts for many on Saturday and Father's Day follows on Sunday. Okay, that's it for us today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to follow us anywhere, anytime, either on our website at dmvweather.com or on Facebook and Twitter, as well as on our app, which you can download for free by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. But always remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Do you know what your teens are doing this summer? Don't be afraid to ask. The most recent Maryland Safe and Supportive School Survey shows three-quarters of Annapolis high school students say it was fairly or very easy for students in their grade to get alcohol. Underage and binge drinking is very real Annapolis. If you give them access to alcohol, you're not cool, but you are liable for the outcome. Create a safe environment for your teens and their friends this summer. If they need to talk, listen. If you need to talk, we'll listen. We're here for you and your children. We're ASAP, Annapolis Substance Abuse Prevention. ASAP facilitates healthy community change, prevents and reduces binge drinking, underage drinking, and alcohol-related auto crashes among youth and young adults through locally-led collaborations and evidence-based prevention strategies. Visit us at PreventSubstanceAbuse.org. This message is supported by SAMHSA and the Maryland Behavioral Health Administration. They say opinions are like... Here we are with a dose of opinion for you. Okay, one more rant on the crazy idea floated for City Dock. 
The last rant highlighted the concession stands, the two beaches, the chaise lounges, a boathouse, a pair of statues, a few fountains, a light pole display, all to grace the entrance to the new Casa de Harvey Buckley. But let me put out two words, boat shows. Now, I am not one to advocate for a single private entity controlling any kind of public funds or even influencing. I rallied against that pretty hard when Ed Hartman founded and funded Save Annapolis five years ago to oust former Mayor Josh Cohen, who supported a project that might reduce some available space for the boat shows. But let's put this into perspective a little bit. At stake, the last time was a parking lot, a very small parking lot. This time, it's probably 70% of the land-based exhibition space. How will the boat shows work around boathouses, beaches, and the cabana boys running around serving pina coladas? How do they set up tents when there's part of the ground that's three foot higher than the rest to accommodate an underground garage? How do you set up around light poles and sculptures, fountains and statues? Okay, so the city does not exist so the boat show can make money. I get it. But this plan should seriously give the boat shows pause and have them begging the question, do we move? Baltimore, whose tourism has taken a huge hit, would love to have them. Hemingways, or whatever that marina is called over there on Kent Island, already accommodates them for the Bay Bridge Boat Show in the spring. I'm sure there are plenty of other Virginia cities that would love to have the hundreds of thousands of visitors and the money that comes along with them. And remember, part of the city's existence is because of the boat show. We are talking about Annapolis boat shows. In the boating world, people eliminate the words boat and shows entirely. They just call it Annapolis. Hey, are you going up to Annapolis? Yes, it's that important. Let's not forget that the boat shows reimburse the city for their police department and fire department overtime and cost. They also present the city a fat check after each show. And I don't recall the exact amount, but I think annually it's about a million bucks. Will the increased tax revenue from the hotel exceed the contributions from the boat shows? I'm talking incremental increase. Somehow I doubt it. And since it's a public-private partnership, will there be a tax incentive for the hotel? A pilot, a TIF, an abatement, all unknown at this point. If the boat show does go away, think of the economic impact it might have across the city. And some of this you may not have thought about. How many bottles of wine will not be sold at mills? How many cases of beer will Eastport Liquors, Bay Ridge Wine and Spirits, or Scott Brothers not sell? How many meals will Saucy Salamander, Ken's Creative Kitchen, or Palette Pleasers not prepare? How many tables will be empty at local restaurants like Vin 909, Red Red Wine Bar, McGarvey's, Harry Brown's? How much revenue will the city lose because they can't charge $30 a day to park in their garage? How will the Eastport Elementary School PTA fund their annual budget without the parking revenue from the boat shows? How many downtown stores will be in the red versus the black because there are no longer 100,000 people shopping? Who will fill the empty tables at Lemongrass, Tsunami, Sailor Oyster Bar, Metropolitan, The Market House, and Buddy's Crabs and Ribs without a boat show? And while it is sort of under the table, what about the hundreds of residents who rent their homes via Airbnb and other services during boat show weeks? I know one family that would lose $15,000 a year if the boat shows left. And that $15,000 is money that will not be spent in the local economy of Annapolis. I have no idea what the boat shows are thinking right now, but if I own them, I would be starting discussions. I'd have a plan B. This grand hotel entrance is being fast-tracked and without too much explanation to anyone. The latest drawing, according to City Hall, is what the people want. I have yet to find one of them. 
but we do know that the drawing and the tent party that was supposedly came up with the concepts were all funded by the developer of the hotel. And I want to be clear, I hate that parking lot. I agree that something needs to be done. We have a city dock master plan that we need to revisit and revise. When Mayor Buckley ran for office, he talked about a simple splash park with grass and pathways. That sounds like a great idea to me. It would be something of use to the whole city, and it could be a first step, a significant step toward a reimagined city dock for the entire community. And that's what I'm thinking today. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.